The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. So welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, and I'm joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. What we do every morning at 11 a.m. Eastern on this show is go through some live mortgage rates to see what the market is looking like today. And then we do a deep dive into a different topic every day. Today's loan topic deep dive is going to be first-time home buyer loans. One of the basics of being a loan officer is knowing about these programs and being able to help new home buyers, your clients, with these programs. So definitely something good to go over. Our sales manager, Jose, with 28 years of experience, is going to do a deep dive into that shortly. But before we do that, we'll do what we do every morning, which is pull up the live rates. So Nick, if you're ready, let's go ahead and pull up our pricing tool and we will see what the market is looking like this morning after the holiday weekend. Right. Switch my screen. We'll check it out. So, as Kyle mentioned, this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. This will show us the general rates and the APR including all the fees for today. It is January 16th, just after 11 a.m. Eastern. So all of our general programs are live. If you'd like a full loan estimate that breaks down all the itemized fees that go into the APR, please get with our team members. We have over 250 licensed loan officers in 23 states. So for the demo, as we do every day, we'll set up a basic scenario and compare across the programs. So we'll set up a 400,000 loan amount. We'll set, oh, actually, hold on one second. Let me refresh my page. had to get logged in 400,000 loan amount. We'll set the LTV to 80% loan, 20% down payment. And we'll ask the computer to find the lowest rates we can offer for conforming conventional. And then we'll compare that to FHA, which is usually the next best option for most borrowers. And then we'll check out our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional options. And VA and USDA is always available. VA is only for our eligible vets and active service members. If you are eligible, just let us know. And USDA is only for eligible properties. If you are looking in one of those USDA eligible areas, just let us know. We'll start with conforming conventional purchase, 30-year fixed loan, primary occupancy, single family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade. And for all the demos, we use an estimated credit score here of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio here of 40%. So with these settings, let's check the rates this morning. All right. Good. It looks like it went down a touch. Awesome. 5875 rate for 2.5 discount points and costs. Finally, PR at 6.159. That's a touch lower than it was last week. And there's all kinds of different options here. But for our customers that don't qualify for any reason for conventional, the next option we want to compare usually is FHA. So we'll set up the same exact scenario. And this time we'll ask the computer to find the best options for FHA. FHA does allow a little more leniency on credit issues as well as a higher debt to income ratio. However, we'll keep everything identical so we can compare apples to apples here across the programs. All right, FHA coming in just a touch above here. So 5.25 rate. 2.5 discount points at cost, puts the final APR at 6.182, just a touch above conventional, 
They're almost identical here. So our customers that must use FHA, definitely good to know it's almost identical to conventional in the final APR. And our customers that qualify for both, definitely look at both. Both options are viable. And this APR does include the upfront and yearly mortgage insurance that is required for FHA. Now, where we love to specialize is if our customer, unfortunately, doesn't qualify for either FHA or conventional. Many other banks or lenders will have to deny that customer because they don't have any other options. But we have over 5,000 other loan products here under expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. So we'll keep everything else the same. However, we have a new option that pops up for non-QM where we can change the income type. So full doc is what we use for FHA and conventional. That's two years of tax returns. So if our customer doesn't qualify using two years of tax returns, typically use these non-QM options to take advantage of one of these alternatives. We have asset-related programs, business-based statement programs. The investor programs are just for investment properties. We'll show that in a minute. Personal bank statement, 12-month is the most popular for our primary home borrowers. We have RSU, stated income, VOE, 1099, PNL, and no income CDFI, all kinds of different options. But the 12-month bank statement is the most popular, and that's for our self-employed borrowers. Many times when our self-employed borrowers submit two years of tax returns, may have various write-offs and may not qualify at all, or just may not quite have enough income. Either way, we will solve that problem. No tax returns at all, just their last 12 bank statements are used to determine a debt-to-income ratio using no tax returns, just the cash in the bank. And in this example, we're going to put 40%. So most of our self-employed borrowers qualify with double or more of the income using these methods. So let's check out the bank statement options this morning. All right, good option here, 6.99 rate for 2.35 discount points in cost, but the final APR at 7.393, so just about one point higher than conventional there, which is typical. So that's a great option for our customers that need to use it. It's almost hand in hand there with conventional, and that is a little bit lower than it has been. We love to see the non-QM rates go down, so it's always good to see both conventional and non-QM went down this morning. And... Before we go into Jose's first time home buyers, we want to do some quick live pricers for investors as we do every morning. So for our final demos, we'll set investment property as the occupancy. We'll go for the same loan amount, 400,000 LTV of 80% loan, 20% down payment. And we'll have the computer find the lowest rates we can offer for conforming conventional programs. And then we'll check out our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. Remember, government programs, FHA, VA, USDA, do not work for investments, so we'll stick with the top two here. So we'll start with conforming conventional. We'll keep everything identical as before. However, the only thing we've changed here is the occupancy to investment. So let's check out the conventional rates this morning. All right, best option here at the top, 6.624 rate, 3.5 discount points in cost, puts the final APR at 7.031. So good option there for our customers that want to qualify with tax returns, full doc as normal. But I definitely recommend all of our customers compare a non-QM example as well, especially as the non-QM was beating conventional for quite a while there. But conventional with the rates dropping, now we're almost below seven on the APR, which is amazing. We were almost above nine there just a couple months ago. So always good to see the rates drop. But let's do our final demo for investment property, ADLTV. And this time we'll select expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. 
So the first thing we need to select is our income type. The most popular for investment properties is our DSCR loan. That's our most popular loan by far as well. And that's because it doesn't require any income or employment information or documentation from our borrower. We simply use the estimated rental income from the appraisal to determine a DSCR value. It stands for debt service coverage ratio. If the estimated rents can cover the expenses, aka the property cash flows, that's a ratio of one or higher. We also have options for ratios under one where the property may not quite cash flow. But for the demo, we always put 1.5 so we can see all the programs pop up. And finally, a prepayment penalty is standard for a non-QM investment. Three years is what we use for the demo. That is standard. We can select zero. That will limit the programs that show up and cost much more. We can also select five years. That will, again, limit what shows up, but does save our borrowers that want to hold properties longer some money. Three years is standard. That's what we use here so we can see the most common options pop up. So let's check the DSCR options today. All right, conventionals beating it again, but we're still got some amazing smoking DSCR rates here at the top, 6.75 rate, 3.275 discount points in cost. Final APR, 7.242 for a DSCR, and that's almost identical to conventional. So I'd say 100% of investors that would compare these side by side will take a DSCR because it's much less documentation, much more flexible. You can do one, two, five, 10 loans at a time close on multiple properties, purchase multiple properties, refinance multiple properties, tons of flexibility here. And if we scroll down here, there's hundreds of variations. Some of these at higher rates and costs may allow bankruptcies, foreclosures, other credit issues and events, and also may allow us to use short-term rental income, which was our topic on Friday. Very popular request here. So tons of different options once you get into this DSCR world. But for today, we're going to go into our top deep dive topic on primary homes and specifically first time home buyer loans. So definitely a good topic to bring up now as the rates have dropped significantly just in the last month or two, people are back in action, right? People that maybe were priced out before as far as the loan product, right? Priced out of being able to get the loan uh, can now shop again. So definitely a good time to bring this up, Jose. We have a lot of first-time home buyers who kind of unfortunately were not able to take advantage of the low rates over the last couple of years, and we're sitting on the fence. So great option to bring them back into the fold here as the rates are dropping, and we saw a pretty significant drop just today. So Jose, if you're ready, let's go ahead and check out some examples. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Daily Rate Slide with the Mortgage Calculator. Great to be with you this morning from sunny South Florida. So first-time home buyers definitely are going, hopefully, going to have more opportunities now. We definitely have a lot of demand, a lot of pent-up demand. The biggest issue we have really been having is lack of inventory, right? The sellers weren't selling because the rates were a little high and they didn't want to, it just wasn't convenient for them. So hopefully now we, we're going to get sellers more motivated, which will definitely assist our first-time home buyers land their dream home. So I will share some first-time home buyer options with you, and then I will also share some options popular with first-time home buyers that everybody thinks 
are only for first-time homebuyers. So that's the myth I want to displace because I want to make sure that everybody gets an opportunity with these great interest rate programs because the first-time homebuyer programs, not only do they have higher LTV, but they also have low, in some cases, lower interest rates and lower mortgage insurance. So let me share my options with you this morning. First option that I have is for a true first-time home buyer, 97% LTV. And the reason I say true, because this program, you need to be a first-time home buyer in order to be able to obtain 97% LTV. And what do we mean by a first-time home buyer? Well, we do not mean that this is the first time in their life that they have purchased a home, just that they have not owned a home in the last three years. And owning a home also means co-signing for somebody else where they may not be living in it, the home is still in their name, they then would not be considered a first-time home buyer. So please keep that in mind. So for this true 97% loan option, one thing I will note here that there's a difference in the 97% LTV first-time home buyer and the 97% LTV affordable option, which I'm going to share with you next. The difference is going to be in the rate and in the MI. In this particular loan, the mortgage insurance for this loan amount is a hundred and what I have it right up here, hundred and forty-five dollars and fifty cents, right? And we can offer six point eight seven five as the lowest cost option. Actually, has a little bit of a lender credit there, and. 5.75% is the lowest rate option. And again, I always like to state here when I'm talking about the lowest rate option, we're talking about the lowest compliant rate when the seller is not offering or paying any type of seller contribution to the buyer's closing costs. If the seller is offering seller contribution to the buyer's cost, then any seller paid points would not go into the test. So if, for example, the seller was paying 2% seller credit, then we could certainly buy that rate much lower than 5.875% as is stated there, because there we're just talking about compliant rates when the seller is not paying. So this is our regular real first-time home buyer, 97%, because if you're not a first-time home buyer, you, the maximum LTV is 95%. So now here's one of the options I was talking about that many times people mistakenly think this is only for first-time home buyers, but what this really is, is an affordable 97% LTV option, right? So Fannie and Freddie, this is the Fannie Mae Home Ready, and Home Possible is Freddie Mac. They're going to have the same rates. The only reason you're going to use one or the other has to do with the guidelines, different things. Like, for example, if you had a manufactured home, you would probably go with Freddie Mac, which is more lenient on the manufactured home options. You can see here that the MI is $113.17. Let me make it a little bit bigger there. Same loan amount. $113.17. So right then and there, you're saving considerably 
just on the MI, and then look at how much better the rates are. Because here we're looking at 6.5% with a little bit of lender credit, which is very awesome for our low down payment borrower. And you can buy that down to 5.625 at a cost of 2.5 points. And then we have our first time home buyer home possible option. And the main thing on this is to go to the area median income site. Fannie has one. Freddie has one. You just click, just click on the link, put in the property address, and it lets you know what the area median income is as long as the borrower's income is typically 80% or below the area median income you'll qualify for this program unless the property is in a low to moderate income census tract or in a minority census tract. And then the income restriction is removed, which is a great option. So here are the home possible, same rate as the home ready, 6.5 with a little bit of a lender credit there and 5.625 lowest rate option and now you can also we also have the home one not home run home one program and actually yeah, sorry that's a typo there this is purchase not purchase refi so in this case here again the home one does not have an income limit so it is the best it's like a combination between the first time home buyer 3% and the affordable 3%. So this is a first time home buyer option, but no income limits here. So 6.99 actually has a little bit of lender credit. And let me go back to the, this is our home ready option. And you can see, actually, no, let me go to the 97% option, a regular 97%. It's about the same. So a little bit more of a lender credit there for our home one option. And then you can buy it down to 5.875%. And then we have some refis. You can do rate and term refis with the home possible and the home ready option up to the 97% LTV. So again, great rates here. You're looking at the same rates for purchase as you are for rate and term refi. So keep this option in mind for your refis because it is so much more competitive as you can see. So hopefully if you did overlook this option, you will requote your borrowers. And then here is our home ready rate and term as well. Same rates, 6.5% is our lowest cost option and 5.625 lowest rate option for rate and term refi, 97% LTV. And now I did mention some options that people think are only for first time home buyers, but they're really not. But still, we want to show you these as very good, viable options here. We have a, an FHA loan, which is 96.5% LTV, 
combined with 3.5% of the sales price forgivable down payment assistance. So in essence, you have 100% CLTV here with a forgivable second mortgage. No payment is required on this second mortgage. And if the borrower is current on the first mortgage after 60 payments and still living on the property, then this second mortgage is forgiven. And here you're looking at 8.625. Lowest cost option actually has a lender credit of 0.255. So not only are they going to get 100% of their loan covered, right? No down payment per se, because they got the down payment assistance. They also have an extra $1,252 in lender credit that can be applied towards the closing costs. And then our last example here is the repayable option. Now, the difference from the forgivable and the repayable option, besides the fact that this option is repayable, you may ask why would someone choose the repayable option versus the forgivable option? Well, the first would be if they have the money uh, you know, for some, but it would really be that the rate is about one and a half percent lower. So it could be that at the higher rate, the borrower just may not qualify for that home, but at the lower rate, they will. So obviously, very good option here because the rate is 7.125 and you you know that the rate on the forgivable option was 8.625%. So quite a bit of a difference here. The payment here is 3308 versus 3819. That's over $500 per month difference in the rate to get the forgivable DPA. So if you do your math, you know, you could figure out, you know, how long it would take you to recoup that free money with the repayable option. And then you'd be at 7.125, obviously forever and ever. Now this option, the repayable option, the down payment assistance is in the form of a second loan at 9.99% interest rate. It, it, it is based on a 30-year amortization, but a 10-year term. So it is essentially, it is a balloon mortgage that after 10 years is due. So most likely that this loan will have been refinanced before then, eliminating that second mortgage. But if not, that would probably be the good time to refinance it unless the borrower would prefer to pay whatever is due at that time out of pocket. So here we're looking at 7.125, which is a great rate, again, with a lender credit of 0.319. All right. Don't really see any questions here question well, let's not get into politics here but the question jose how much will the presidential election affect mortgage rates this year do you think in your opinion well you know there's a lot of uncertainty in the air right uncertainty equals risk 
on on one side, the incumbent administration is going to do their best to nudge the Federal Reserve. But in essence, we all need to remember the Federal Reserve is an independent body, not supposed to be swayed at all by any administration, regardless of party affiliation, right? They get together, they discuss the economy, and they come up with suggestions, and then they vote on it. So the trend has been down, right? That's the trend with a little bit of, you know, up and down here and there, but the overall trend is down. That's what we expect it to be. And then we also expect that since we are in an election year, that any policies that would be enacted by the administration at this point in time would hopefully be to alleviate any upward pressure on interest rates, right? So let's hope that everything works out in our favor. But the trend is down. Consumer sentiment is up. That's that's in consumer sentiment. 99% is, is what's going to drive the market, whatever. That's, that's what I was going to say. It's a court of public opinion, really, right? Is, yeah. is the general sentiment is going to push the market. It's not one person or administration necessarily, in theory, right? Correct. So let's, let's hope, but we, we do see a positive outlook for 2024. Let's see a question. Where can we find specific guidelines for each product for first time home buyers? Well, the standard, the standard products, the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac would be on their websites, right? So just go to their respective websites. They also have cool consumer facing sites. I know Daisy is a MLO with us. But consumers out there can go to those home, possible home-ready consumer version sites, do their own lookups on income and stuff like that. The tools work for MLOs. Obviously, we know how to use them very effectively, but they are out there for consumers as well. And it has the general outlines of the programs and stuff like that. But obviously, as an MLO, you want to dig into the actual selling guide there. All right. Okay, I don't see any other questions, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. Remember, we do this 11 a.m. Eastern every weekday where we go through the live rates and then do a deep dive into a different topic. So we'll have a new topic tomorrow. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. We'll see you all tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern, for the next episode of Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.